0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: On a Monday, which I'm sure is a holiday for many of you, good morning. I'm Paul Sadek and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, May 29, 2023, Monday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of Mary, Mother of the Church, a new feast. It only began in 2018. It's celebrated on the Monday after Pentecost every year. In the United States, this is also Memorial Day, A day that we honor those who have given their lives in defense of our nation. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today we celebrate the Feast of Mary, Mother of the Church. And in the Gospel of today's Mass, we read about Mary standing at the foot of the cross. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. Mary, She is at the foot of the cross. She's by her son's side. We see that heart of a mother accompanying and suffering with her son. And dying on the cross, struggling for each breath, Jesus makes it very clear that she is not only his mother, but also the mother of the disciple. Disciple St. John, and thus also Mother of the Disciples, Mother of the Church. We will pray at Mass today. O God, Father of mercies, whose only begotten Son, as he hung upon the cross, chose the Blessed Virgin Mary, his mother, to be our mother. Grant, we pray, that with her loving help, your church may be more fruitful day by day exalting in the holiness of her children. May the church exalt. May the church exalt in the holiness of her children. May the church exalt in the holiness of her mother, Mary. She's the mother of the church. She's my mother. She's your mother. That fundamental, beautiful, ever-important relationship. She is your mother. And when a mother's little child, or big child, does something to please her, her heart melts. Right, Mary is that way with us. And in our meditation today, I wanted to recall a story, um, a history, as in like it really happened, of the image of Mary, Mother of the Church, which is in St. Peter's Square in Rome. Mary, Mother of the Church is a mosaic. If you're looking at the facade of of St. Peter's Basilica, over to the right, um, up to the right, there is a, where there used to be a window, there is now a mosaic of Mary, Mother of the Church, a beautiful image. And um, and it's, it's, it's in the building of the papal apartments. And in fact, that room was, I don't know if it still is, it was an office where there were um, a number of nuns who worked there. Um, and uh, I've been told, thankfully, that there is another window to that office. So they didn't block up the only window. Um, and it happened in 1980. There was an audience, uh, a papal audience with John Paul II, with with thousands of students, and um, many of them uh, associated with Opus Dei, either members of Opus Dei or going to uh, means of formation at Opus Dei centers, and it was noticed by some of them and then this was made known to the Pope that there was no image of Mary in St. Peter's Square there was no statue, there was no picture there was nothing and this was brought to the attention of Pope John Paul II and he said good, very good we have to put the finishing touch on the square and um, and the fact that he said this to um, these group of students associated with Opus Dei, the then head of Opus Dei, blessed Alvaro de Portillo, saw that this, well, this must be a desire of John Paul II, that there be something, some statue or image of Mary in St. Peter's square. So let's, let's see how we can help. And so he asked, um, a young man by the name of Javier Cotello And, um, most of this information I'm getting from an article that that uh, that he wrote uh, about all this, and so Don Alvaro asked Javier Cotello to start thinking. Well, where, what could it be, and where could it go? And so a number of proposals were were made to the Pope about where the uh, possible image could go in St. Peter's Square, and one of the places that he suggested that Javier su- suggested was was at at the end of this, of this building that kind of juts out there to replace a window with this mosaic of Mary, mother of the church. Um, they sent proposals and different things. Anyway, to make a long story short, it was eventually agreed upon that um, they would make a mosaic of this image entitled Mary, mother of the church, and it would go in that spot, um, replacing the window of one of the papal apartments so that everyone can see it from the square. And the mosaic was installed on December 8th, 1981. And on the following day, after praying the Angelus, Pope St. John Paul II blessed it. And he expressed his desire that all who come to St. Peter's Square may raise their eyes to Mary and to greet her with filial trust in prayer. And that's something that you and I can bring to our prayer today. That Jesus, we're spending this time with you, and we're spending this time in a special way with your mother Mary. And that is not a bad way to spend our prayer in conversation with Mary. We're not shunning Jesus. In fact, that's what we're celebrating today, that he wants us to deal with her. He wants us to talk to our mother, to go to her intercession, to explain to her what we're worried about, to to tell her what we're happy about. Mary, you truly are my mother, and it's good that we have that kind of a relationship with our moms here on earth, that we're able to open up to them. We do the same with her. And so, Mary, we, we raise our eyes to you. We greet you with trust, with prayer, with neediness. We need your help. And we pray in a special way for the church. Mary, mother of the church. And Mary, we see that that there are troubles in the church. There always have been from the very beginning, right? Even with, with, with Judas, who, who betrayed your son. And with St. Peter, who was to be the first pope, he also denied that he even knew you. But you did not reject. Saint Peter, and you didn't reject Judas either. It was Judas himself who refused to ask for forgiveness to our Lord. He said, Mary, even though we offend your son, even though we disobey, you always you always welcome us back and so in we ask you to take care of the church this this beautiful family, which there's so much holiness, and yes. There is a lot of sin because we are sinners. And so, Mary, take care of the church, each one of us, from the Pope all the way to the most recently baptized baby. May we be faithful to your son. And, Mary, we pray in a special way for the Pope to grant him his intentions, to grant him a holy life, and that we may be united to him. There is a phrase in Latin, which St. Maria would say, which is omnes cum Petro adiesum per Mariam, that all of us, united with Peter, we go to Jesus through Mary. To so Mary, united to Peter, to the whole Church, we come to you. We ask you to continue to watch over the Church, over each one of us. We place our fidelity, our worries, our joys, everything in your hands, Mary. And she, being our mother, being my mother and your mother, will always be ready to bring us closer to her son. As we pray, Mary, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.
1: You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll pray the hours in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Memorial Day in the United States and universally on the Memorial of Mary, Mother of the Church, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadiq, and we begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and
3: and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your your praise.
4: Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary.
5: The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands.
4: Come, Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary.
5: Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works.
4: Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger. They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as
4: As it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary.
6: How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart.
7: How good good is the God God of Israel Israel to the the pure pure of heart. How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw
8: how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride
7: like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts
8: overflow with malice. Their minds seeth with plot. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens, and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them
7: and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. Such are the wicked but untroubled, they grow in wealth.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. How good is the God of Israel
9: to to the the pure of heart. Their
3: laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their,
8: their, their laughter, laughter will turn, turn to
9: weeping, their, their merriment to
8: grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day.
3: Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand, until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked.
8: How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, You dismiss them as phantoms.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
8: As As it was was in in the
9: beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their laughter will turn turn to to weeping, weeping, their their merriment to to grief.
8: Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God those who depart
9: from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God.
3: And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight.
7: Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel and so you will lead me to glory.
3: What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever.
7: All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithful. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your work at the gates of the city of Zion.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
7: as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
9: and and will be be forever. forever. Amen.
3: Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those
9: who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God.
10: Blessed are those who hear the word of God
9: and cherish it in their hearts.
3: From the book of Job. Once again the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence do you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From roaming the earth and patrolling it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? And that there is no one on earth like him, faultless and upright fearing God and avoiding evil. He still holds fast to his innocence, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life. But now put forth your hand and touch his bone and his flesh, and surely he will blaspheme you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, He is in your power. Only spare his life. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with severe boils from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. And he took a potsherd to scrape himself as he sat among the ashes. And his wife said to him, Are you still holding to your innocence? Curse God. And die. But he said to you, Are even you going to speak as senseless women do? We accept good things from God, and should we not accept evil? Through all this, Job said nothing sinful. Now, when three of Job's friends heard of all the misfortune that had come upon him, they set out, each from his own place. Eliphaz from Taman, Bildad from Shu, and Zophar from Naamath. They met and journeyed together to give him sympathy and comfort. But when, at a distance, they lit up their eyes and did not recognize him, they began to weep aloud. They tore their cloaks And threw dust upon their heads. Then they sat down upon the ground with him seven days and seven nights. But none of them spoke a word to him, for they saw how great was his suffering.
9: The Word of the Lord Thanks Thanks be be to
3: to God. God. O God, do not chastise me in your anger. For your arrows have pierced me through.
9: My My body body is sick because of of your indignation.
3: indignation. My friends and neighbors avoid me in my sickness.
9: My My body body is is sick because because of of your indignation.
7: From a sermon by St. Sophronius, Bishop Hail,
0: full of grace, the Lord is with you. What joy could surpass this, O Virgin Mother? What grace can excel that which God has granted to you alone? What could be imagined more dazzling or more delightful? Before the miracle we witness in you, all else pales. All else is inferior when compared with the grace you have been given. All else, even what is most desirable, must take second place and enjoy a lesser importance. The Lord is with you. Who would dare challenge you? You are God's mother. Who would not immediately defer to you and be glad to accord you a greater primacy and honor? For this reason, when I look upon the privilege you have above all creatures, I extol you with the highest praise. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. On your account, joy has not only graced men, but is also granted to the powers of heaven. Truly, you are blessed among women, for you have changed Eve's curse into a blessing, and Adam, who hitherto lay under a curse, has been blessed because of you. Truly, you are blessed among women. Through you, the Father's blessing has shone forth on mankind setting them free of their ancient curse. Truly you are blessed among women, because through you your forebears have found salvation, for you were to give birth to the Savior who was to win them salvation. Truly you are blessed among women, for without seed you have borne, as your fruit, him who bestows blessings on the whole world and redeems it from that curse that made it sprout thorns. Truly, you are blessed among women, because, though a woman by nature, you will become, in reality, God's mother. If he whom you are to bear is truly God-made flesh, then rightly do we call you God's mother, for you have truly given birth to God. Enclosed within your womb is God himself. He makes his abode in you and comes forth from you like a bridegroom, winning joy for all and bestowing God's light on all. You, O virgin, are like a clear and shining sky in which God has set his tent. From you he comes forth like a bridegroom leaving his chamber. Like a giant running his course, he will run the course of his life which will bring salvation for all who will ever live. And extending from the highest heavens to the end of them, it will fill all things with divine warmth and with life-giving brightness. Truly, you are the most favored of women. Where Eve brought a curse, you brought a blessing. Through you, the Father's gift has been bestowed on us. Through you, your ancestors have found salvation. Through you, the Father's gift has been bestowed on us. Let us pray. O God, Father of mercies, whose only begotten Son, as he hung upon the cross, chose the Blessed Virgin Mary, his mother, to be our mother also. Grant, we pray, that with her loving help, your church may be more fruitful day by day and, exulting in the holiness of her children, may draw to her embrace all the families of the peoples, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: Today's Gospel is coming up in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God in Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. it's memorial day in the united states and across the world it's the memorial of mary mother of the church i'm paul Sadik and this is daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app in today's gospel from truth and life the dramatized audio bible we witness the lord giving his mother to the apostle john and to us it's from the 19th chapter of the gospel of john
11: but standing by the cross of jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold, Your mother. (laughs) And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. (laughs) A bowl full of vinegar stood there, So they put a sponge full of the vinegar on hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, in order to prevent the bodies from remaining on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with the spear, and at once there came out blood and water.
1: This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's take a few minutes to meditate on the young man who was offered the chance to follow Jesus, but turned it down. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The young man in the Gospel stood up, avoiding the Master's look and invitation to a life full of love, and he went away. All could see it, with sadness in his face. I think our instinct is that the refusal then made was made once for all. Our Lord watched him go with regret. The Holy Spirit reveals to us the motive for that particular rejection of grace. He had great possessions, and he was very much attached to them. After this incident, the group continued on its way. But before they did, or perhaps just as they were starting off, Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. They were amazed at his words, and our Lord repeated what he had said even more emphatically. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. We should pay attention to Jesus' teaching and apply it to our own lives. We cannot reconcile a love for God which means following him closely with attachment to material goods. These two loves cannot be contained in the same heart. Man can direct to God the material things he uses as a means to his final end, which is God, for a means is precisely what they are, but he can also, unfortunately, place all his hopes of fulfillment and happiness in material riches in the unbridled desire to hold on to favorite goods, to seek out greater luxury, to enjoy maximum comfort, to foster ambition, and give rein to avarice. Today can provide a good occasion for examining ourselves courageously in the intimacy of our prayer. What is the true motivation of my actions? What is my heart really set upon? Have I really tried to be detached from earthly goods, or on the contrary, do I suffer and complain when I am short of something I could be doing with? How quick am I to react against the slightest incitement to self-seeking and ease promoted very often by the advertisements of the consumer society? Am I sparing in my personal needs? Do I put curbs on my extravagance? Do I avoid frivolous and unnecessary purchases? Sometimes we can create false necessities which we could well forgo if we wanted to, if we were determined to do our best not to give in to the whims and caprices which so easily solicit our greed. Do I really look after the material things of my home and the implements and goods I use? Have I the clear realization that I am only a steward over these things, and will one day have to give an account of them to their true owner, God our Lord? Do I cheerfully accept whatever inconveniences me and the lack of means at my disposal? Am I generous in giving alms to those who are in much worse circumstances? Do I contribute to the support of good causes, depriving myself of things I would like to have? Only in this way will we live with the joy and freedom necessary if we are to be disciples of our Lord in the midst of the world. Our highest ideal is to follow Christ closely. We don't want to go away as that young man did, his soul filled with sadness because he was unable to renounce some possessions of little worth in exchange for the immense riches of Jesus Christ. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance.
9: Lord, make haste to help me.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it
12: was in the beginning, is now, and will be
3: forever. Amen. Alleluia. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. Each, Each morning, Lord, you fill us, fill us with, with your, your kindness.
8: kindness. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end.
10: You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday come and gone, no more than a watch in the night.
8: You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed
10: in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face.
8: All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong.
10: And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury?
8: Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants.
10: In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune.
8: Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, was, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and it will be forever. forever. Amen.
3: Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and happy to be known as companions of your Son, we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations.
9: Each, Each morning, Lord, you fill us fill with, us with your, your kindness.
7: From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised.
6: From, From the farthest, farthest bounds, bounds of earth, earth, may, may God, God be, praised. be praised. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exult and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands.
3: The Lord goes forth like a hero. Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might.
6: I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing, holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting.
3: I will lay waste mountains and hills, all their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up.
6: I will lead the blind on their journey by paths unknown I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them and make crooked ways straight.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy
7: Spirit.
9: As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
7: From From the farthest farthest bounds of the earth earth, may God God be praised. praised.
3: You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. You who who stand stand in his his sanctuary, sanctuary, praise praise the the name of of the the Lord. Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God.
6: Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself and Israel for his own possession.
3: For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills in heaven, on earth, in the seas.
6: He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind.
3: The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants.
6: Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and
6: and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name, and graciously pour out your blessing upon us.
9: You who stand stand in in his sanctuary, sanctuary, praise the the name name of the the Lord.
13: Lord. A reading from Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. This is the word of the Lord.
9: Thanks Thanks be to God. God.
13: The Lord has chosen her, his loved one, from the beginning.
9: The The Lord Lord has has chosen chosen her his loved one from the beginning.
13: He has taken her to live with him,
5: his loved one from the beginning.
13: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord has chosen her, his loved one from the beginning. Eve shut all her children out of paradise. The Virgin Mary opened wide its gates. Blessed be the Lord
12: and the shadow of death, and to, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and, and to the Son, and, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
13: Amen. Eve shut all her children out of Paradise. The Virgin Mary opened wide its gates. Let us glorify
6: our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him, May may your your mother intercede intercede for us, Lord. Son of justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn, announcing your rising.
3: Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming.
8: May May your mother intercede for us, Lord.
6: Eternal word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place.
3: Free us from the corruption of sin.
2: May May your your mother intercede intercede for us,
6: Lord. Savior of mankind, your mother stood at the foot of your cross.
3: Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion.
8: May your 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 mother mother intercede intercede for us, Lord.
6: With ultimate generosity and love, you gave Mary as a mother to your beloved disciple.
3: Help us to live as worthy sons of so noble a mother.
6: May your mother intercede for for us, Lord. Incarnate Lord, Help us, like Mary, to ponder the ways in our own lives that we can make you a dwelling place in our hearts.
9: We pray to the Lord. May your mother intercede for us, Lord.
10: And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked.
9: Our Father,
0: O God, Father of mercies, whose only begotten Son, as he hung upon the cross, chose the Blessed Virgin Mary, his mother, to be our mother also, grant, we pray, that with her loving help your church may be more fruitful day by day, and, exulting in the holiness of her children, may draw to her embrace all the families of the peoples.
1: If you have the day off, keep it safe and sane. Enjoy some time with your friends and family. Say some extra prayers for those who lost their lives in defense of the United States. In fact, on this Memorial of Mary, Mother of the Church, you could say some extra Hail Marys or a rosary. Morning Air is coming up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadiq. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the
0: Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.